Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. What just happened there, JC? I wonder if they sure saw that. that. It's like, phew, all of a sudden, everything just flashed. Went blank for a second. Everything went blank. Just let us know if it went blank for you guys, too, or you just sat there looking at us with this deer in the headlights look going, what the heck? <laughs> oh, welcome, everybody. Glad to have everybody here who is joining us in uh, YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and DLive. You can also find us uh, all over the airwaves on SoundCloud, Anchor FM, uh, Spotify iTunes, Google Play. We're on, uh, what are those? Apple TV, Samsung TV. We are on uh, Fire Stick and the other one. I always forget. So it's hot Roku. here today. Roku, thank you. We are having air conditioning problems here in the studio. So if you're watching us and you're seeing me sweating, it's because it's stinking hot in here. It's Florida, right? And it's already February. <laughs> so yeah. we have to be hot. Couldn't be doing any crypto mining in this room. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they said that we look like a deer in headlights. They didn't get it. <laughs> like, what's going on? What's going on? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Look at Scott. Scott's sending us emojis. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. So uh, in the news today, in the news today, we are going to be I, I wanted to to show you what Governor Kemp is doing since he found himself in a bit of a pickle here. Governor Kemp trying to dig himself out of the Georgia hole. And uh, so Governor Kemp announces a Faith Protection Act legislation which is interesting because the governor says uh, it would ensure the emergency powers of any governor of Georgia are not used to, quote, specifically limit the practice of any religion. Now, I'm reading this, right? And I'm thinking, yeah, I, I don't think this is going to do what the people think it's going to do because it says, specifically limit. And then you read down here this quote, during the COVID-19 pandemic, people of all faiths across America were told by state governments how, where, when, or even if they could worship at all, not in Georgia. We chose to work alongside congregations across our state to ensure they practice their faith safely in accordance with public health guidance. The Faith Protection Act will ensure the emergency powers of any governor in, of Georgia in the years to come are not used to limit the God-given right to worship. In Ger Georgia, we never shuttered churches, synagogues, or other places of worship because we value faith, family, and freedom. With the Faith Protection Act signed into law, Georgia will be a sanctuary state for people of faith. Go ahead. I, I just, I just, gosh, just kind of you know, indication of where we are. Oh, uh, yeah. Like we have to just keep passing 
all of these laws uh, to, you know, like band-aids to our Bill of Rights in the yep. U.S. Constitution and our Bill of Rights in the States. Like we, As know, if we, shall we, not be infringed yeah, and no law well, is not enough. We've passed another law to say we can't violate the Constitution, which we've been doing. I mean, just it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's 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 just our, I mean, you know, great. Good. I'm you know, I'm happy for the efforts. You know what I mean? They recognize there's a problem and there's efforts to do something, even though, if, you know, even if it doesn't uh, even if it's not all of what um, we'd like it to be, some somebody recognizes there's a problem. But. How pathetic is it? Yeah, well, that's exactly right. And and what you have is a situation that we have now decided that the solution to government not following the Constitution is issuing more laws to tell the government to follow the Constitution. As if the supreme law of the state is not enough. Yeah, well, I mean, it, sh it, it seems to me to parallel, uh, you know, what goes on in the federal government. So this right. is another indication that they see, I mean, I don't know how they see the state constitution, so, but it's like the state constitution is, is below state law. So mm -hmm. they have this sense that um, you know, the government and the legislature have the sense that, well, all of our executive agencies and, and, and all the people and offices in, in, in government um, recognize state law, have the potential to recognize state law more than they would submit to the Constitution, which is supposed to be the supreme law of the state. I mean, it, it's just, you know, it's a good indication of how backwards things have gotten and, well, and how absolutely uh, almost 100 percent people ignore both state and federal constitution. Well, and we also have to recognize that Georgia already has a religious freedom restoration act, like every other state that says you can't pass laws that limit the freedom of speech. But here's the caveat, JC. They're always saying, uh, un uh, unless they fall into, uh, the, um, general applicability using the less, the, the least, yeah. restrictive means necessary. And that's right. why this bill doesn't make me feel good because as a lawyer, right? As a lawyer, I find holes in laws. That's what we're trained to do is to find holes in laws. And right here, it says no power granted under the provision of this code shall be used to specifically limit the practice of any religion. So what that tells me is, legally speaking, they can pass a law of general applicability, which means they can pass a law that makes the same restriction on a public business as it does the church and still be in compliance with this with this act. Right. Right. Yeah. And it just, so it just seems like and that's <laughs> always. Those little extra words right, mm -hmm. are always the danger how lawyer, you know, cause lawyers, any opposition lawyer is going to key in on that. Yeah. You know, so you're basically even, even unintentionally, we've seen just, just people out of ignorance. You put all this, this kind of stuff in there. Uh, and it gives loopholes and handles to those who would use it against, uh, against the people. I mean, a similar thing, a similar debate was going on in Arkansas, uh, when the, 
what was supposed what's supposed to be a stand your ground law but it has some some sort of some little language about their uh, being uh present or something there's some weirdness that sort of fixes it fixes a location and you you know you know being in a particular location it, it's really weird and so you had this debate going back and forth and no it doesn't say that and we didn't mean this but just the fact that there is a discussion mm -hmm. and a debate over what that word means before they even pass a law over what that phrase means right tells you whether you agree with whoever's interpretation it demonstrates yep. that there's enough of a space for a lawyer to get before a judge and start arguing that. So if any of it is debatable, questionable, and somebody says, well, this word doesn't seem to mean whatever, then there's a door there. Well, you also have the big question, right? Why don't you just simply write, uh, the governor shall issue no order to close down churches? Yeah. Seriously, no order, no power to shut down churches. Now, what's interesting is just like every other constitution, state constitution in the United States, uh, the Georgia constitution has a separation of powers between the, the governor and the legislative branch, meaning the governor doesn't even have an authority to issue orders that are to be enforced as laws, according to the Georgia, mm -hmm. the, the Georgia constitution. Now, what's interesting is, to me, this law not only does does not do or has the potential to not do what Kemp or the legislators who are backing this say it will do, because you've already got your loophole written right in. In my humble opinion, it also reinforces the governor's authority to do what the governor doesn't have the right to do. So the governor, right? The governor uh, relating to the emergent, emergency powers of governor, termination of emergency, limitations in energy and immunity by adding a new subsection that reads, right? So why not just pass an, uh, an exact, an, a piece of legislation that says, hey, the constitution has separation of powers. We're not, we're repealing the emergency powers act because the governor doesn't have the authority to do this. And the legislature doesn't have the authority to expand the power of the governor beyond what the Constitution already delegates. And let's not forget, you have to jump over the whole provision of separation of powers. Mm -hmm. So I want to be happy about this. You know, I'm like the happy person. I'm the, the glasses half full person. But... I'm sorry, guys, to bring the really bad news to you that Kemp, who who is trying to, I think, dig himself out of the hole from the whole election debacle by mm -hmm. trying to pacify the, the the religious right, who's who's the side that's mostly upset because of the fraud that happened in Georgia and the secretary of state who actually hid and concealed the fraud in Georgia. But the bottom line is just this, guys. Uh, this act does not do what they say it does. And I, I don't want to be all like that, JC, but it just feels to me like they wrote it on purpose with this loophole. Maybe, I, but, <laughs> but the point, the, your, your concern is that specifically because we've seen the mm -hmm. language yes. from the courts right, uh, talking about 
you know, well, it, it, it's just in general. It's not targeting church, not specifically to church. But, you know, so if we lock everybody down, we can lock you yeah, down. It's called the rule of general applicability. So so the specifically uh, would seem to be a little sketchy there. Yeah. And, and open yeah. up a loophole. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, JC, I wanted to kind of get your feeling on this because this this feels weird. Um, I just this is just one of those. Sometimes I put in stories of interest, uh, meaning stories that interest Chris Ann. Wow. OK. Something's going on with the New York Post. Strange. Yeah, it is strange. OK, so let me see if I can get it. Nope. All right. It's funny I don't see it on the video, but you see it in the oh, really? browser. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Jumping all over the place. All right. So House Democrats ask Biden to give up sole power to launch nuclear bombs. How weird is that? In a letter sent Tuesday, but publicized Wednesday, 31 lawmakers led by Representatives Jimmy Panetta of California and Ted la, la, Lou. La, 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 la. <laughs> Ted Lou. La, 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 la. <laughs> I'm not hearing that name. I'm Roll Tide. To stay calm today. <laughs> Urge the commander in chief to consider modifying the decisions making the decision making process to the of uh, the decision making process the United States uses in its command and control of nuclear forces. It who, says, who do they want it? Who, well, who are they saying put it in the hands of? Well, that's the whole. Aside thing. from the president. Yeah. No, that's the whole thing. Additional officials. I'm going to put up the letter for you guys so you can see it. Additional officials is is the uh That's the, the extent wording. of the clarity. Yeah. Additional officials. Yes. We write. Like just draw straws? Yeah. I guess. I don't know. While the president would presumably consult with advisors before considering before ordering a nuclear attack, there's no requirement to do so. The military is obligated to carry out the order if they assess it is legal under the laws of war. Under the current posture of the U.S. nuclear forces, that attack would happen in minutes. Several alternatives include seeking to reduce risks inherent to the present system that have been proposed, requiring additional officials in the line of presidential succession. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Starting with the vice president, the speaker of the House of Representatives, neither of whom can be removed by the president if they disagree. So they want they want Kamala Harris and Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, is what they're signaling here. Yeah. So what I see here is right. This not only I think it's written in the kind of negative, the negative of, hey, guess what? Uh, We don't want Biden pushing the button without Kamala and Nancy Pelosi. But in the same respect, Nancy Pelosi and Kamala could push the button instead of Biden. So either either they think that Biden's mental state is way worse than they're letting on or Mm -hmm. they fear Trump returning to the presidency Mm -hmm. or both. Yeah. So they have some alternatives. I mean, returning as in reelected the next Mm -hmm. cycle. Yeah. And they have some alternatives because I don't think you're going to be able to read it. I'm going to read them out to you. 
requiring certifications from the Secretary of Defense that the launch order is valid and from the Attorney General that it's legal, concurrence from the chair of the Joint Chiefs of Staff and or the Secretary of State could also be required, or requiring congressional declaration of war. What? Seriously? God forbid we actually have a declaration of war somewhere. <laughs> yeah, we, I wonder, where did they get that right. idea from? Maybe Congress should actually declare war before what we can a, launch a nuclear strike. What a novel uh, idea. thought that was a given. I thought that was already a thing. <laughs> That's already a thing. In the, it's called the Constitution. <laughs> but obviously, you know, it hasn't happened for anybody else we've bombed with conventional uh, weapons right. since World War II. I mean, we've even launched strikes into allies, countries, and into yeah. countries. You know, we have no, we ha we don't have a war or hostilities with. Right. Um. So I guess if you know, I guess if you, it's conceivable that if you do all that without authorization of war, I suppose someone could press the big button without authorization. Oh, sure. Why not? You know, the whole fallacy of the commander in chief thing floating out there. I just thought that was interesting, JC. What a novel idea. Wonder wonder who thought that yeah. one up, you hey, know? We what had is... an idea. <laughs> I just thought of this. I just woke up with this idea the other day. Yeah. I'm just not quite sure where it came from, but maybe maybe Congress right. should have to actually declare a war. We I mean, should I've figure that out. I've never heard anybody say this yeah. before, but <laughs> I think it'd be a good idea. Because then, you know, you got a you got a joining of the people from the House and a concurrence of the states from the Senate and yeah. and everybody's you're, in agreement. You're a couple and... centuries late there, Ted. <laughs> I, I, I love this so one. He's proven he, he's clearly two and a half centuries stupid. So the measure of his ignorance <laughs> is at least two and a half centuries. I know this is awesome. And then uh, this is my favorite one in sarcasm. Creating a permanent active council of congressional leaders that would regularly participate in deliberations with the executive branch on vital national security issues and mandate some portion of the council be consulted before the first use of nuclear weapons. Isn't that already a committee? I mean, don't we have a foreign relations intelligence committee? <laughs> I mean, we got to create a new committee? Peter Sellers has the codes. <laughs> <It's funny. laughs> dun -dun, dun -dun. Uh, but what is what does that mean? First use, first use of nuclear. Are they talking about first strike or like the first the first one? time we ever I, use I guess it? After you fire the first one, you I, can the rest go ahead. Are kind of moot, and, yeah, like, right. Exactly. Well, we've screwed up the planet <laughs> now. You may as well like, go ahead and keep firing. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> <laughs> but you can see Biden, right? I think like Biden's confused one day. I thought I was playing my yeah. son's Xbox. Do, 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 do. Right. <laughs> my grandson's Xbox. Do, 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 do. But create a permanent active council of congressional leaders to deliberate on foreign relations. We have committees like that already. So we got to Lou and Panetta want to create another bureaucracy, a permanent one, by the way, that you can't dissolve or vote out or whatever. Right. It just it's just peculiar. Like, I don't know. It seems strange. Like it's out of out of nowhere. I know. What, right. What, that's why, see, why is this a conversation? OK. That's what I don't understand. That's why this was a, are, are they a story something? of interest for Chris Ann right, because. It's got questions I can't answer. 
they anticipate? I mean, they were talking a couple of weeks ago about droning us. Uh, what are they going to nuke us now? Like they want it in the hands of Harris and Pelosi because they're not satisfied with assassinating us with drones. Maybe they want to nuke the entire South or the whole Midwest. Or Yeah, I don't know. It's just I think this is one of those things of interest that I'd like people to just keep their eye on because it's not getting publicity because it's kind of out there. Right. Yeah. And nobody's asking questions. I mean, in the New York Post is covering it, but who knows how long the New York Post is going to be around after this this new witch hunt that's going on. But I, I kind of figure like it, you know, if you're, I don't know, maybe it's just, just this is just my pea brain, but if, if you're at the point where you're launching nuclear weapons, I mean, haven't you sort of, you're pretty far down the trail. Yeah, but see, this is the whole I mean, thing, right? Are they, are I, it, it's, it, it's either one of two things. They're either terrified of Biden having that kind of authority, right? Because mm -hmm. of his dementia. Or they want to pass that authority on to someone else permanently for the future. Right. Right? So you can have a committee of people who are now run by China, a committee of people who are now run by the, by the, you know, some big banker or something, right? Who, who makes money. A committee of people who are funded by the war complex, mm -hmm. right? I don't know how the military war complex could make any money off of nuclear strikes because then, you know, it's all done. It's yeah. just like whatever. But nonetheless, right. it's got to be either one of those two things. They're either terrified Biden's dementia is going to take over in the middle of the night and they're not going to have a chance to do anything about it. Or they want to pass this on to somebody else to make these decisions in the future. Yeah. Or new way to deal with red states. Yeah, but you if you're can't, not a blue state, you get nuked. Yeah, but you can't nuke a red state without hurting a blue state. It just doesn't work that way. So I don't know. I don't know. I, you know, I, I, I mean, I, Although, I, I wouldn't want anything in the hands of Joe Biden. I, I, every time, I don't know if you guys have noticed, every time I listen to the guy, I heard a little clip today. He signed some another executive order. I think his hand must be about to fall off from signing all these executive orders. But every time he speaks, his breath seems labored. Like he, he, he says, he says a sentence and then it's, and you can hear this mm -hmm. like deep drawing. Like he has, what is that? COPD or yeah. asthma or something. Yeah. He sounds, he sounds awful. He, he's, yeah. he, he looked and sound awful uh, for a long time now, but at the, at the inauguration, I mean, he could hardly, he could hardly walk, uh, hardly speak. And he just seems, he, he seems labored. Seems like the life. Is draining out mm -hmm. of him. Yeah. And uh, I, 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 yeah, I'd be concerned as well. Yeah. yeah. Well, the House passed the Equality Act, uh, which is an amendment to, I don't know what's going on here. Okay. An amendment to the uh, Civil Rights Act of 1964 mm -hmm. to add the LGBTQ such and such mm -hmm. to the um, Civil the Rights Act. Civil Rights Act of 1964, but in specific limitation to hiring and housing. Right. 
So that's basically what the Civil Rights Act does. Mm -hmm. The Civil Rights Act, the Civil Rights Act takes what uh, a, a an aggressive perspective on housing and employment discrimination. So what it will do is it will affect private business owners. It will affect um, uh, government agencies. And they won't be allowed to discriminate based on gender identity. Now, you might think that this is getting overwhelming praise, by the way. Uh, it is It is not getting overwhelming praise. It's actually getting pushback even by the liberals. So we have uh, here, I've, I'm showing, uh, you can't see it because something's going on with our stuff here, but um, we have an article from the New York Post that talks about how um, J.K. Rowling, oh, look at that, we can do it that way. that way. Okay, so J.K. Rowling actually stepped up and That's took the Harry Potter writer, the Harry Pal Potter writer who is liberal as liberal can get, mm -hmm. steps up and voices her concern for the Equality Act because it will uh, eliminate women's rights and what she said uh, would actually, where's that quote? Let's see. Uh, yeah, you were there. I was there? Okay. Mm -hmm. Nope. Right. Rather than finding common sense, narrowly tailored ways to shield LGBT identified Americans from truly unjust discrimination, the bill would act as a sword to persecute those who don't embrace newfangled gender identities. It would vitiate okay. a it would vitiate a sex binary that is quite literally written into our genetic code. And is fundamental to many of our laws, not least laws protecting the equality, safety, and privacy of women. Now, that's not actually J.K. Rowling's statement. That's actually Vitiate the New York Times. To reduce the value or quality yeah. of, impair or spoil, to yeah. corrupt morally, debase, to make ineffective, invalidate. Right. So basically, uh, J.K. Rowling has had a large number of women contact her. I mean, she's English. I don't even know why they would be contacting her. <laughs> but she, uh, are British, right? <laughs> We're in America. Help us, J.K. Rowling. You, can you wave your magic wand? Right. Do you have a spell to fix this? <laughs> Vitiate. No. Anyway, um, that, that the shelters, women's shelters, okay? So listen how this is going to work. If you are a women's domestic violence shelter, according to this, this act, this Equality Act, you would not be able to refuse access to men who are identifying as women to spend the night in your women's domestic violence shelter. And basically, they just have to claim it, right? Because they don't have to, you know, 
whip out body parts or show absences of body parts and they could just change their mind tomorrow and say, I'm a man, but tonight I'm sleeping in the women's uh, domestic violence shelter. Mm -hmm. Right. And not only that, you have all the issue now of women's sports being denied. You know, women are now going to be uh, completely rushed out of the sports industry. Because now if you self-identify as a woman, you can now be the champion of the women's sports. Mm -hmm. Because I don't think anybody could actually, with any kind of uh, credibility, say that men are not physically, naturally physically stronger than women. After all, we wouldn't have a difference between men and women's sports if that weren't the case. That's why I like when as these things are happening and I, mm -hmm. I, I said this to a group the other day I, I, I they sort of looked at me crazy but um you know like the sports thing and everybody can participate in this and you have like the you have the mma fighter that you know crushes skulls and mm -hmm. whatever um and i said and i you know i said yeah let let it let it let this go you know let them go crazy with this and this is why because i feel like the more outrageous this gets, the mm -hmm. more it backfires. Yeah. And they start because it it does. It targets women. Um, they're going to destroy women's sports. There'll be no such thing as women's sports. I uh, actually found the article yeah. that I was looking for. So this so, this particular this particular crusade yeah. that they're on, um, I think is ultimately mm -hmm. positive in the sense of they are shooting themselves in the foot because maddening losing, on to their own destruction, losing allies yes. for this insanity. I mean, JK Rowling has always been in the forefront of LGBT this and LGBT yeah. that. So now she is actually in, in finding herself in the midst of the cancel culture, JC. So she urged an end to the climate of fear surrounding debate about transgender people after receiving quote, heartbreaking letters from women who underwent irreversible gender confirmation surgery. Uh, she said... What is that? Irreversible? Okay, thing I'm that means they I can't... I know what irreversible oh. means. <laughs> oh, it's gender cha changing. G gender... Changing. So it, so they're flipping the terminology. Now. Yeah, because it's can, you're, you're having surgery to confirm right. on the outside who you are on the inside. Okay, gen so that's the new yes. way of yes. saying that. Yes, the new okay. gender confirmation because so you're confirming no, right, on the right. body what's already there. So it's no longer sex change. No, 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 saying, no, 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 no. We're not. We're not changing. We're not anything. changing. When, when we hack yeah. this off, we're not actually changing anything. No, no, no we're confirming we're who confirming. I feel to be. If, right. Yeah. When, yeah. When you came out with that thing, that was confirmation. Yeah. <laughs> when the doctor like the said way, the way you originally it it you know it's came a boy. into being <laughs> was confirmation. Yeah. Okay, I get it. So I've um, never, I never heard that that uh, rewriting of the language. Yeah. So Rowling says, quote, and this is what I was looking for when I was searching through the last article. I had the wrong Rowling, article. I'm not against any transgendered or whatever person, whatever, you know. Now, if we're in a sport, if, well, I, I'm a guy, so whatever. But uh, <laughs> but probably if, you know. If you're a trans you know, trans confirmed person and you crack my daughter's skull in a, you know, in a match or whatever, I'm 
you know, I'm probably going to return the favor. Yeah. Yeah. Just saying. I mean, just so saying. I'm not against anybody, but you know what I mean? Yeah. I learned something. Good. Thank you. All right. So JK I, I learned Rowling, several things today. JK confirmation and yeah. And, vitiate. And vitiate. I knew vitiate. vitiate. You're my like yeah. vocabulary guru. And I actually knew vitiate and you, you didn't Didn't know that, that one. was crazy. All right. Vitiate. So JK Rowling says many women are concerned about the challenges to their fundamental rights posed by certain aspects of gender identity ideology. She says she has corresponded with uh, women shelter staff to members, uh, um, women shelter staff to members of transgender community, right? What are you laughing at? <laughs> now, listen to this. I'm laughing at Richard. Okay. So what we have now is a, 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 a new subculture happening, right? So J.K. Rawlings claimed that many senders regretted their permanent change done to their bodies by reassignment procedures, as was the case with the U.K. resident, Kira Bell, 23, who recently sued the British National Health Service's Gender Identity Youth Clinic for prescribing her puberty blockers at the age of 16. And Rawlings says, listen to this, because this is cult cancer culture and this is going to flow right into our, our last story of the day. This witch hunt that's coming up, right? No pun intended. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> so anyway, uh, these people who are who are women <laughs> who are afraid of this whole men taking over their world, mm -hmm. right? And people who were transgendered who don't want to be transgendered anymore. Listen, J.K. Rowling says. Are, these people are afraid to speak up because they fear for their jobs and even for their personal safety. Yeah, you got MMA chicks cracking skulls. No, what they're saying is if they step up and say, I was transgendered, but I'm not anymore. Mm -hmm. You are now going to be canceled. How are you transgendered and not anymore? Well, be they can put them back on. Well, maybe you didn't have confirmation. Okay. Confirmation. Yeah. I thought that was a Catholic thing. <laughs> no, now you have gender confirmation. They got little kids running scared. <laughs> Come on, get ready, Johnny. It's confirmation day. No! <laughs> I'm attached. I'm really attached to this, Mom. I'm, I'm really attached to it. I know you are, son. But it's oh, confirmation day. Oh, my goodness. Day. I hadn't even thought about that. I, th I that think... Was, that's terrible. I do think that is terrible. The idea of uh, transgender sports leagues that. Yeah, I'd watch that. The last thing that I so, want to talk to you about. I need to think about how that would work, though. So, yeah. Let's see. So men who became women. Competing. Uh, everybody. I don't know. How would you how would you. I don't know how you would put that league together. Like who would compete against who? Men, so everybody has to be, has to have been men who, confirmed. Men confirmed as way. women fighting men who have been confirmed as women. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's how it's got to work. That's how it's got to work. I actually, I wonder if I can find How about this. men just dressed in drag beating the crap out of each other? Is that similar? I don't know. Stuff confuses me. 
I don't know how you keep up. I don't know if I'm doing this right. Let me see. We can do this. No. Right. So so now when so now when somebody says, you know. Okay, so there is actually there's there's okay. a, a man test out there. Okay. What? I knew no, it's it's a man test. Let me you can let get me, arrested for that. No, 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 no. Let me show you. It went viral. I saw it the other day. Uh, it went viral on uh, TikTok and so people are doing this. charged with indecent exposure. I was just performing a man test. No, 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 no. Let's let's watch this. Right. So it, it occurred to me when I was reading this, I almost forgot that there's a test for men who have confirmed as women. Mm -hmm. So you can't maybe can't look at them. They look like women but they're actually men. There is actually a test. It's a balance challenge that physically <laughs> speaking, men cannot do. So before any sporting event, everybody has to, you know, at like MMA weigh-in, then the second step is this test. Let me show you how this, this works. I think I fixed this, our screen this, thing. This episode is so getting flagged. You know Yes, this, right? I know this. Now watch this. I mean, are we being insensitive? I'm not trying to be insensitive. No, no. Very okay. Confusing. So watch this. Ready? There's no sound, by the way. Hand behind you. Oh. What does that mean? You see, because women have a lower center of gravity. Our center of gravity is different. So we in the can, video we see, we, so yes. it's a girl and a guy. A guy. Uh -huh. uh, they they get up in the push-up position uh -huh. on their knees. They're on their knees. They're and on then, their hands and, and knees on all fours. One arm at a time. They yes. put They put their arms behind their backs. Yeah, so what they do is and they the go, well, it's not just the foot. hold herself yes. up with her core and yes. the man falls on his face. Fall, tragically fall. I mean, not tragically, he dies, but I mean, he gets smushed, right? So it's on all fours. Then they go down on their elbows with their hands on their face. And then they put their hands behind their back. And because women have a different center of gravity, we don't fall on our faces. I'll show it to you again, yeah, right? That's right. See that? No, try it. Buy that. Try it. Try it. It has been happening. What I mean, one can't dude you train broke two lip, two ribs. I, well, maybe you can. Bro, we I, come on. Why are you falling on your face? Bro? Yeah, maybe you can train your core, but but these videos are now all over the place. I'm gonna have to. They're I, all over I, the place. I'm gonna have to go to my buddy Zach Rufo's page because I believe he'll be doing this before too long. Yeah, he could do yeah. this. Yeah, he will be. Yeah, he will be. I mean, dude could like put his toes, you know. On the freaking bar and then just, you know, stick straight out. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, try that challenge out. I'm not trying that. You're <laughs> saying a, a, a guy will fall on his face? I'm not doing yeah, that. Some dude actually I, cracked his look, face and broke ribs. I mean, these were like two bodybuilder people that I saw it. I had the video. I don't have that video anymore. I but... don't need that sort of man <laughs> test. It's just an idea. A man test, right? Just whatever. But there are there are physical differences. So yeah, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> That's the whole point. You, you don't need a man. I don't need to do push. I don't need to smack my face on the tile on the kitchen tiles to to know. You know, come mm -hmm. on, right? What JC, is, what the people are saying say? the video is not true. I think you need one, to. We need to do it. We need to go ahead and try it back here. I yeah, hippie. I don't believe it either. Um, but it's funny.
It is funny. It I, is funny. I don't, I'm not buying it. But as the pastor <laughs> says, one would spout, one without. There's your man test. Yeah, but he's he's also not but going you're to about, try it. So you're talking about, <laughs> you know, everybody's had their parts removed. And yeah. how do you know? How do you know? Uh, get in the push-up position yeah. and bounce your face off the floor. Well, okay. So I can tell you something that is absolutely true. Okay. So, uh, an x-ray of hips. You're just trying to prank that. people. I'm just trying to prank people. Get people to go do it. <laughs> Smack your face on the carpet. <laughs> I just tried it. <laughs> I got a black eye. So anyway, the other thing. <laughs> so anyway, um, the other thing that I want you to know about the Equal Protection Act is that right now, remember, it's an amendment to the uh, to the Civil Rights Act of 1964. So I want to show you the Civil Rights Act of 1964, uh, which has a specific section Holy like man. you can read that. Right. No. So. Section, uh, it's 4200E subsection 202, which is, uh, that says, this order shall not apply to any government com uh, contractor or subcontractor that is a religious organization, institution, blah, 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 blah. So this act also is, exempts uh, religious uh, corporations, associations, educational institutions, and societies. So mm -hmm. you can't... Can we blow that up? I mean, I, uh, no, be, it won't blow up because then all the words go off the, the okay. side. Yeah, if you Definitely. go bigger, it just makes the screen bigger. It gotcha. doesn't shift it. Definitely not reading that. But you're not going to read that. But the Civil Rights Act of 1964, and I know because I practiced First Amendment law for several years, the Civil Rights Act of 1964 specifically exempts churches, religious schools, institutions, and clubs from the act. Remember, this is about hiring and housing, right? So if you're a church, a religious school, a religious institution, a religious club, then you are exempt from this. You're not going to be told you have to hire people mm. that you know, when it conflicts with your religious beliefs. The danger to the churches, by the way, just as a little reminder, is not the, uh, you got to get my screen back the way I can see my yeah. things, uh, is not to, um, uh, the, the danger to the churches is not from the Equality Act. The okay. danger from the churches come from the courts who are now redefining, like we talked the other day, redefining what is religious, right? So remember we covered the, the uh, case going to the courts now about is a worship leader actually religious because if he's not religious clergy duty, then you can you can't discriminate. Right. So what they're doing is they're compartmentalizing jobs within the church mm -hmm. saying, OK, well, that's not religious, but that is. Yeah. Right. So, so if it's only, not religious, only this. But what's interesting is that. So they're defining. As we said right. the other day, they're defining what basically what is your faith, what makes right. up your religion. Right. Exactly. All that kind of stuff. So government taking power in his hand to define religion. Right. Exactly. And by the way, just as a, another little bonus for your educational dollar here, uh, Gorsuch wrote this opinion in Bostock v. Clayton in 2019, which already said 
you can't fire somebody because they're gay or transgendered because that is a discrimination based alone on sex. So this Equality Act, by the way, is just simply already doing what the Supreme Court has ordered be done in employment practices mm. by Gorsuch. So there you have it. People now hate Gorsuch, but, you know, um, it's a liberty issue. So the last thing that I want to talk to you about today is the most amazing congressional media witch hunt that is happening and most people don't know it. How many people in our chat room are now trying the man test? <laughs> I'm I'm gonna be practicing it this weekend. You're gonna be I'm practicing. Gonna, I'm gonna take the man test. You're gonna, <laughs> but we're not gonna do it live. We'll film it. Um, I'm not sure if we'll play it if I'm not successful. I just make sure we put lots of pillows underneath you so you don't crack ribs. Yeah, and I'm gonna I gotta yeah. stand up for men. Yeah. So the the video we, that I had was two was a Russian man and a Russian woman that were physically fit people, mm -hmm. and they did it on a concrete floor. And he ended up cracking a rib and smacking what? the bones in his face. That's, so. a, that's Russian collusion. That's some <laughs> conspiracy. They're just trying to get Americans to fall in their face. So what this is, listen to this, guys. You're not hearing about this, and you need to hear about this. The uh, Democrat-led Communications and Technology Subcommittee is having hearings. They just had one yesterday, and they're calling the hearings flanning, flanning, fanning the flames, disinformation and extremism in media. Now, I have a bunch of videos to show you. Oops, I have to I keep forgetting I have to hit that that little magic sound, sound button there. Mm -hmm. So. I have a series of videos clips that I have taken from this three hour meeting to show you what is going on in this meeting. This is uh, supposed to be the Republican version of it. But in reality, it I don't know why it says Republicans Energy Commerce dot house dot gov. But maybe it's just the Republican side that's broadcasting this. Maybe. I don't know. But anyway, so this. In this, also, you need to know that the Democrats, JC, I don't know if you know this, the Democrats sent a letter to AT&T asking AT&T, quote, are you planning to continue carrying Fox News, Newsmax, and OANN on UVerse, DirecTV, and AT&T TV, both now and beyond any contract renewal date? If so, why? Interesting. What in the world is that the business of congressional Democrats? What AT&T, what programming AT&T is going to carry? Well, this is a great opportunity for AT&T to, I'd love to hear their answer. Yeah. A great opportunity for well, them to, I think to we're gonna have teach to the Democrats about watch. First Amendment freedom of speech. So let's listen to these. We expect to hold another hearing on March 25th with the CEOs of Facebook, Google, and Twitter to further discuss these issues. Due to the COVID-19 public health emergency, today's hearing is being held remotely. All members and witnesses will be participating via video conferencing. So we have a video conferencing thing happening here. And we're going to be now that, by the way, was Mike Doyle. OK, 
Mike Doyle is a Democrat from Pennsylvania who's been in office for 25 years. 25 years. I went, I want to look this. I'm going to start documenting how long these people have been in office, right? So here's Mike Doyle again. The First Amendment protects the freedom of the press and the freedom of speech. And the freedom of speech encourages us to ask tough questions about what is going on in the media, what is motivating the tidal wave of disinformation that is putting the lives of so many Americans and ultimately our democracy at risk. Did you hear that, JC? Did you hear that? He actually said that the First Amendment demands Congress do this. What is his name? His name is Mike Doyle. Mm-hmm. It's right up there at the top. See, Pennsylvania. Mike Doyle, Pennsylvania. Yeah, I think that I'm going to try to play that one one more time because I want people to hear what how how he twists reality that the uh, First Amendment actually requires him to control the to press. control the press. Uh, I have to go to there we go. Sorry. YouTube does not make this very easy, so we'll start. Attacked, beaten, and called vile racial epithets. All of our lives were put at risk, as was the vice president's. The First Amendment protects the freedom of the press and the freedom of speech. And the freedom of speech encourages us to ask tough questions about what is going on in the media, what is motivating the tidal wave of disinformation that is putting the lives of so many Americans and ultimately our democracy at risk. So what you have is these deceivers, quite ironically, these deceivers and givers of disinformation are claiming that the First Amendment requires Congress to decide what ought to be broadcast, decide what should be broadcast and what not. So this whole hearing is about networks. Oh, no, not, not, not just, just even not just even specific. Oh, it gets information. Worse. It gets worse. OK, so you have them. This whole meeting is about truth, right? Defining truth. Anybody who criticizes the CDC or anybody in government, anybody who mocks them, anybody who's part of Stop the Steal, anybody who, you know, is is not who they want them to be. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Here's the next clip. Now, this is this is also Mike Doyle reporting facts. When truth becomes a commodity to be traded upon for profit and facts and consequences don't matter to those who report them, our democracy is undermined. It is the responsibility of this subcommittee to hold these institutions to a higher standard. Did you catch that? Did you catch that? That's JC. That is. They're using the commerce clause now, right? When truth becomes a commodity. Let me play that for you again. Let me, it's a short one. These people are speaking the truth or reporting facts. When truth becomes a commodity to be traded upon for profit and facts and consequences don't matter to those who report them, our democracy is undermined. It is the responsibility of this subcommittee to hold these institutions to a higher standard. It is the duty of the 
communications and technology subcommittee to define truth because now truth is a commodity that they ought to be regulating. This is a subcommittee under energy and commerce. Yes. Right. Yes. It is the sub it, the subcommittee is the communications and technology mm -hmm. subcommittee. All right. So this chick is Anna Eshu. And Anna Eshu is a Democrat from California who's been in office for 28 years. It's very important hearing today. Uh, let me put it bluntly. Uh, misinformation is killing Americans and damaging our democracy. We have to examine how conspiracies and lies convince people to dismiss public health measures and refuse life-saving vaccines. Hmm. This is not about left versus right. This is about life and death. Similarly, the January 6th insurrection was built on a foundation of lies about mail-in ballots, voting, voting machines, and election results. The First Amendment prohibits Congress from enacting laws abridging, and, uh, abridging the freedom of speech, and I'm an ardent supporter of it. It does not, however, stop us from examining the public health and democratic implications of misinformation. Democrat, California, District 18, House District 18. Mm -hmm. So this is a House. This is a House. Subcommittee. House, House subcommittee. Yep. Mike Doyle is the chairman. Yes, he is. From Pennsylvania 18. Yes. yes, exactly. And she has just said that it's our duty, if you disagree with us, to ensure that you don't disagree with us. Because what you see here, the vaccinations, the health issues, because now we have a health crisis. Anybody who challenges what the government says will now be labeled as disinformation and subject to regulation, silencing, mm -hmm. prosecution, fines, whatever. And just so you understand the reach of this uh, from House.gov, they've given this subcommittee. Uh, jurisdiction over, quote, electronic communications, both interstate and foreign, including voice, video, audio and data, whether transmitted by wire or wirelessly mm -hmm. and whether transmitted by telecommunications, commercial or private mobile service, broadcast, cable, satellite, microwave and, of course, our catch all or other mode. Ham radio, speech, blah, blah, blah. That's not in there, but technology generally, emergency and public safety communications, cybersecurity, privacy, data security, FCC, National Telecommunications Information Administration, Emergency Communications Division, Department of Homeland Security, all aspects of the above reference jurisdiction related to the Department of Homeland Security. So that's this subcommittee. Yeah. So here's a Republican. This is Republican Bob Latta of Ohio. He's been in office for 13 years. Well, disinformation, misinformation, and extremism in the media are all serious issues that this uh, subcommittee should be examining in a bipartisan way. Unfortunately, today's hearing is not about that. Remember this week, several of my colleagues sent a disturbing letter to private companies asking them questions that imply that these companies should stop carrying certain news content. That's the letter that I told you about, the Democrats' letter to AT&T. And so what you have now 
is Bob Lada again. Thank my friend. As the title of the hearing indicates, the majority's intent behind today's hearing is to fan the flames of silencing certain viewpoints in America by trying to suppress and censor speech, a concept that has the potential to destroy our democracy. This is deeply troubling. It should be deeply troubling to everyone here today. Now, this is this is Frank Pallone, Pallone, who's a Democrat from New Jersey, been in office 32 years. Mr. Chairman, let me speak for myself and uh, hope and also for all Democrats and say that we're all staunch defenders of the First Amendment. Oh, yeah. We thanks for yeah, telling clearly. us that because we couldn't figure it out. Yeah. Well, they're staunch defenders of the First Amendment as they define it. They define their duty, right? You know what? Here's the problem, JC. You know what the bottom line is? They don't know what their job is. They think they their don't job. They care what their job is. Yeah. So here he is. And it's mandate that Congress make no law abridging the freedom of speech or of the press. The First Amendment prohibits us from passing laws that inappropriately limit speech, even when it is controversial or even partisan. But that doesn't mean that we should ignore the spread of mis misinformation that causes public harm. Uh, putting a spotlight on the issue and having an open dialogue is exactly what the Founding Fathers envisioned because it may help us solve a very dangerous problem. And we owe it to our constituents and to our democracy to examine how and why disinformation is being aired on traditional media and social media. And that means we must ask uncomfortable questions like whether these media outlets, for example, have an incentive to air extreme conspiratorial programming or content, and how journalists can help each other find ways to cover controversial topics in a way that doesn't undermine our democratic structure and health. And there are no easy answers, but we have to obviously try to find them. And the Founding Fathers would have wanted us, JC, to have the Congress deciding what was truth and what was not truth. I mean, seriously, what the heck is wrong with us? It's exactly what our founding fathers wanted us to do. Why wouldn't we want to do that? I mean, that whole part of shall not be abridged and shall not be infringed, they didn't really mean that, actually, because they actually wanted Congress to regulate what we say, what we say, and what we do, because they wanted us to, to, hold on, what are you doing? They wanted us to, to fix democracy, right? We ensure democracy, right? So I, uh, you have something to say? I, I have the last, no. I have one more video for you, right? This is the, save the last for the best. This is Soledad. Best for last or last for best? The best for last, the last for best. Um, this is Soledad O'Brien mm -hmm. explaining why we have to do this. That's it. Oh. Sorry, I didn't realize we had audio unshared the screen. All right, there we go.
and informing them. What's the danger when content is presented to viewers as news or as facts that really amounts to entertainment without a factual basis or, or any journalistic standards? Do you believe that this has exacerbated the pandemic and, and do you think it helped foment the insurrectionist attack on January 6th? I think you fail in your journalism uh, when you do not actually do what the job is, which is to bring facts to people. And, and listen, uh, first of all, I just want to say I'm incredibly proud to be a journalist. Uh, I work with many great colleagues and there are many good news organizations, large and small, local TV stations, uh, newspapers, big and small. Uh, and I'll name some of them. I think um, Report for America is quite good. Heckinger Report is quite good. ProPublica is quite good. Uh, they're elevating and they are um, reporting, frankly, around the country. And I think probably the biggest issue is that there's just not enough of them, right? So when you have misinformation mm. and ding, you ding, have ding. lies elevated, we talk about more speech and good speech and better speech. I think the actual conversation is about the risks of elevating lies. My conversation is about facts and lies. And so I think that you should not be allowed, uh, and this should be through the news organization, should not want people to be on the air if they are in fact lying and they are liars. This so liars and lying people should not be allowed on the air. And she's already identified to us who's good. Everybody else is bad, right? So good can be allowed and bad has to be completely abolished. Then her news agency shouldn't be on the air. Neither should she. I mean, I can name several specific lies that they're guilty of. So if, if they're going to follow through with this, uh, with but that you understand premise, then they should be shut down. But you have to understand what she's doing here. She is telling the gov people in power that they are in, they are supposed to define good and bad mm -hmm. and they are to define truth and lies. So when Congress starts defining truth and lies, right? Because that's the only way you're actually going to have a regulation that that preserves the people and protects them from quote unquote disinformation. By the way, there's, let me give you a little, uh, some people may not know this. There are two different kinds of bad information, misinformation and disinformation. Misinformation is bad information given without intent. Disinformation is bad information given with the intent to deceive. Which is what CNN and the rest do. Right. But they're on the side of the government to find truth. Yeah. So they're OK. And that's what what Soledad O'Brien is actually saying, well, because all those people sure. she named as good people are the same ones that are spouting the lies. Correct. I mean, I agree with the premise in Mr. Doyle's question. Um, I do believe that disinformation and, and lies contributed to the insurrection, quote unquote, uh, on the sixth, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you an example. Um, the, uh, for instance, the the, I believe the black vote uh, did not vote for Joe Biden. They did not vote for the Democrat Party. They voted against a racist. Well, where did that notion of Trump as a racist come from? Mm -hmm. It came from the 
continual four-year-long lie perpetrated by the media. Example number one, Soledad O'Brien personally in her network specifically uh, repeated over a number of years that Trump call, Trump said all Mexicans were rapists and criminals. Now you can, uh, so that's one hoax. You can Google that pretty quickly find the transcript and find the discussion uh, where this happened relative mm -hmm. to border security and what Mr. Trump said. And uh, he never said that. Right. They have repeated that. It's on, you can find it on social media. I could go to Facebook right now, repost their story where they, where they call, where they say President Trump called all Mexicans rapists and criminals. Um, it will not be taken down by Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, right. Google, uh, no one as disinformation or false. Um, right. Number two, they repeated numerous on numerous occasions. You can Google it, find it, repost it. It won't be censored by Google, Facebook or anybody that uh, President Trump said uh, white supremacists were good people. So you had the all Mexicans are rapists and criminals hoax. You had the white supremacists are good people hoax. Uh, her network has repeated this lie. We could go through a list of many other false stories that they that they published uh, about President Trump uh, over and over again. The, the latest, uh, of course, being uh, he's guilty of insurrection. Right. Uh, you you explain that at length. You have a blog about it at chrisannhall.com. Uh, mm -hmm. The the uh, some of the senators spoke about. Uh, the particular legal doctrine, I forget the name of it, mm -hmm. uh, the Brandenburg, the, the Brandenburg doctrine and the legal uh, uh, measure of of incitement. Uh, the the uh, what what do you call it? The, the senators uh, doctored evidence. Mm -hmm. uh, CNN replayed this, referred to it, mm -hmm. uh, basically repeats the lies of the doctored evidence. Uh, carried out by the Senate. So over and over again, we can talk about lies, hoaxes, disinformation that has been put out. I mean, not to mention at the very beginning, the Russia hoax. Uh, you had you have people on the network say literally saying Trump, uh, President Trump was uh, a, a double agent for Russia, uh, worked directly for the Russian government, was a was a Putin spy, stooge. I mean, disinformation after disinformation after disinformation. Uh, so as Mr. Doyle said, you know, do you believe that the lies of disinformation contributed to what happened on the 6th? I, I do believe that because you you had this continual fervor and this hatred, Trump derangement syndrome that was at, a, at, a, at another level. And they were continually, continually throwing fuel in the fire, uh, stoking the hatred through their lies so that people were upset angry, disillusioned. They literally thought that President Trump was who the media described him to be, yeah. a racist neo-Nazi lunatic that's going to launch nuclear weapons, who's a Russian spy. <laughs> CNN, Soledad O'Brien's network, peddled these lies nonstop. Yep. And so I believe they directly contributed uh, to what happened on the 6th. They, they have directly, I, I believe, that they have been the primary cause of the environment 
in which we now live where people are so angry. I believe the leftist media and the mainstream media in general are the number one culprits in what we're facing today. Uh, so it, it, it's true. That's true. Should they be shut down? I, I don't know. That's I mean, that's not that's certainly not supported by the First Amendment. Uh, but it's funny how they're flipping the script. It's totally the opposite. If they really want to do some sort of, uh, you know, 9-11 commission style investigation and hearing, if they followed that objective objectively about mm -hmm. the contributing <clears throat> causes of extremism in America, you're looking at the guilty party when you look at the face of Soledad O'Brien. That's right. who has contributed all of her cronies, her colleagues and her network. They are the ones who have contributed to extremism in America. And I'll take Maybe. you back to the Syrian, the Syrian issue, the Yemen issue, when we start droning people and assassinating people and it, and it expands the ranks of Al Qaeda. And now they're talking about droning and assassinating and killing Trump supporters, which. I called that's back. going to increase extremism. OK, so I tried to explain that to people back in 2011 and 2013. There are articles that are dated that I have published teaching how they're going to use that against us. The the yeah. white paper by Eric Holder and the Patriot Act provision of indefinite detention, all all going to be used against us. For those of you who do not know Soledad O'Brien. She is a Harvard graduate, uh, considers herself to be a journalist. She's Her career was in NBC, MSNBC, CNN. She now works for Hearst Broadcasting, you know, the 1931 Hearst. Mm -hmm. Hearst is the third largest owner of ABC affiliates and the second largest owner of NBC affiliates. So they've got their diversified hands in, in, in multi M MSM yeah. medias. And you hear the script, you know, yeah. don't don't forget you hear the script. Uh, they, they're all using the same phrases, mm -hmm. the same phraseology. So th this is another indication of the disinformation. All of this is coordinated, Can I scripted. They will be every, every person that asks a question, including the chairman, all the other members and whoever is, whoever speaking before the committee, they will be using the same phrases over and over again. This is entirely coordinated disinformation. So you have the, the, disease fear that stretched across America where we told mom and pop had to close down, but the big corporate box stores could stay open. Mm -hmm. And we know, we know from history, we know from fact that that is a movement that historically has always been used to consolidate commerce, to consolidate capital into the hands of the corporations. Right. Well, everybody Soledad named uh, would name and these people would name are the independent media sources. Newsmax started off small. They're not owned by anybody. OANN is not owned by any of these big six, six corporate moguls. Mm -hmm. So they're, what, would it be crazy to say that they're going after the small guy to consolidate into the corporate media moguls again? The same well, sure. consolidation thing. Yeah, sure. And, I mean, didn't we look, didn't we see a story the other day about, uh, what was it? Um, um, Fox Fox is throwing in with Google 
or Soros or somebody. I don't no, know. Google. Yeah, yeah. Google. So, they're, so they're taking big payoffs from Google. Yeah, now. they've made an uh, uh, Murdoch made a deal with Google in Australia because of the Australian law that you have to pay the news media to to post their stuff on your on your on your website. So, so so no surprise, Fox will get an exception uh, while everybody else is targeted. Yeah. Well, they'll Unless pretend. You go ahead and throw in with the big corporations. But they'll pretend like they're attacking because they're because that's remember the letter from the Democrats to AT and T was, are you going to keep Fox News, Newsmax, OANN? Right. So they're going to throw Fox in there. So as well, a diversion, a, that's, a, that's a diversion. Yeah, that's a that's a rally cry to the troops, the cancel culture troops. Yeah. So if a, AT&T doesn't answer that question correctly, um, then all the cancel culture, you know, useful idiots mm -hmm. on the street will start targeting AT&T. Right. Until AT&T falls in line. Same thing they would did, did with Gina Carano uh, with Disney, um, you know, who, whoever else that they, they try to do it with Tucker, Tucker Carlson. Yeah. Um, Meanwhile, Soledad can be an absolutely vile person on Twitter sure, and run around then talking about how everybody who doesn't agree with their truth mm -hmm. must be obliterated yeah. from from the the airwaves. Now, JC, you still have that link up to describe to everybody who that committee is? Uh, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. OK, so this committee. The Communications and Technology Subcommittee having their hearing, fanning the flames, disinformation and extremism in the media is in is by Congress been put in charge of. You're going to read it of the, all of these things. Yeah. Oh, again, they have jurisdiction over uh, electronic communications, interstate and foreign video voice, audio, data, whether transmitted wire or wirelessly, telecommunications, commercial, private, mobile service, broadcast, cable, satellite, microwave, other mode technology generally, mercy, public safety, communications, cybersecurity, privacy, data security. So you know what? The only thing, the only thing not on that list are the words coming out of your mouth. If you use any kind of electronic or any kind of internet or any kind of device to speak that's what this committee is going to use to silence you well it says other, it other really mode stunning. i mean other mode so, yeah there you go uh, it says and and whether transmitted by wire or or wirelessly or or i mean when i speak i'm wirelessly I'm transmitting wirelessly <laughs> right yeah i'm not there's no wires involved now their next uh, meeting and, and, and other means because i'm sure this includes um you know newspapers and mm -hmm. magazines and journals and whatnot so yeah I mean, any, any anything that any speech that you're transmitting, period. Their next meeting is March 25th. They're going to have another witness hearing before they conclude. And uh, because I'm not afraid to speak. OK, I just want to want everybody to think about this. You should speak louder. I mean, you speak more. Yeah. So I want everybody to think about this because this might tick somebody else off that in our audience, but I want us to remember, I want us to remember where the demand came for Congress to investigate the media. Mm -hmm. I want us to remember where that came from because it didn't come from the Democrats. Right. 
That's not where the first battle cries for Congress to investigate fake news came from. That's right. So your teaching moment out of all of this is that you have to be careful of the power you want your guy to exercise and what you demand in the name of your people because that will be used against you, mm -hmm. right? So everybody was out there demanding that Congress investigate fake news. Now you get to reap yeah, what you've sown. Mm -hmm. Now they're doing it. Now they're doing it. And guess what? As if the whole Defense of Marriage Act was thing was not was... a lesson enough. Thank you. Same thing. Same thing. We want the government to define marriage. Okay. Then once Obama got elected, they did. They did. Okay. We want the Congress to investigate to investigate fake news. Once Biden was elected, they, they did. Are. And they are. Yep. So there you go, guys. Uh, interesting times. Let me just repeat one of our famous founders. These are the times that try men's souls. The summer soldier and the sunshine patriot will shrink from their duty, but he who does not will deserve the respect and love of man and woman. Hell-like tyranny is not easily conquered, and what we esteem, what we achieve too easily, we esteem too lightly. And heaven knows how to put a proper price upon its goods. Yeah. But the greater the battle, the greater the victory. That's exactly right. PNW95 from Twitch. At least the Dems lie and cheat to your face and don't <laughs> deny it. That's really seems to be the difference between yeah. the, the Democrat deep state and the Republican deep state. The, the Dems go at you, you know, full frontal assault. The Republicans try to sneak it in under cover of other language. So I've just been requested. There you go. There's the link to yesterday's hearing. Yeah, it looks like all the videos are there. Uh, yeah, it's more than yesterday because that's well. But this is the this is just yesterday was just the fanning the flames of disinformation and extremism yeah. in media. So before that, they had climate change. Uh, then they had expanding the availability of COVID-19 vaccinations, uh, pathway what, to, what to is, a vaccine. And, I guess climate change just goes everywhere because yeah. I read I read their jurisdiction yeah. and I think, yeah. what what does that have to do with climate change? But right. That's pretty much they think everything relates to climate change. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, just incredible. That's the pretense. That's the pretense for the Great Reset. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us today. Please, please, please make sure. Don't forget your man test. <laughs> make sure you hit that thumbs up. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you ring that bell. Look, two weeks ago, we had three. Two weeks ago, we had three times as many people watching our show. Now, all yeah, of a the sudden. They, we started getting throttled. We are throttled again. So please share this episode Make sure that you are getting these messages. And as soon as you jump in the in, in the show, share it. We went share from, it over and over again. We went from a thousand live on one platform. Like, I mean, when we broadcast, we're on we're on yeah. like five or six mm -hmm. different platforms at one time. So no single platform is an indication of everybody that's watching at, at any given moment. Right. But on one platform, we went from uh, over a thousand live, typically a thousand plus live on that platform to 90. Yeah. And it was it was after the episode when we talked about them wanting to assassinate. And I think I lost my stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah. And uh, they didn't like it. They didn't like it. And by the way, you can get this cool, you can get this cool AK t-shirt if you want one at godgunsliberty.com. You can also get a Liberty First t-shirt. Get your Liberty First t-shirt, hashtag Liberty First at godgunsliberty.com. And you actually get a little thing on the sleeve. I love the things on the sleeves. We need to do more of that. Off the mat Right there. God, you're you're a Russian colluder. I am. Godgunsliberty.com. All right, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining Пока. us. We will see you tomorrow. До встречи.